Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. A quick word from our sponsor. When you reach more people, your business grows. You probably already have enough content. Just turn that content into audio and increase your reach. Got a PowerPoint presentation? Make it an audiobook. If you're more ambitious, then create your own podcast. But it's not just about reach. I learned that the hard way. It's about quality reach. When I first started the Best Ever Show, it sounded, well, I'll let you decide. And from an insurance standpoint, and now, after partnering with the team at 24 Sound, it sounds a lot better, right? Email 24 Sound at hello at 24sound.com and mention best ever for a 20% discount on your first product. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Reed Goosens. Hi, Reed. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the show, and Reed's joining us from Los Angeles, California. Uh, actually, I think that market is the largest market for my listener base. So um, hello, all LA best ever listeners. <laughs> Reed <laughs> is the owner of RSN Property Group, which focuses on value-add multifamily acquisitions. He's a full-time structural engineer, so really good at math, and... He is originally from Australia, as you will soon find out for yourself when you listen to his accent. Uh, he's been investing since 2007 and has properties in Syracuse, New York, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So with that being said, Reed, can you tell the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure thing, Joe. Um, hi, best ever listeners. As Joe explained, I've been investing in real estate since 2007, or at least been involved in real estate since 2007. Uh, my full-time job is a structural engineer, and I consult for a few different firms here in LA uh, on commercial real estate um, on the design side. And um, I've used that experience to then want to uh, forward myself and be more of an investor, a full-time investor, and try and make that transition because I quickly realized uh, over the years that I'm definitely sitting on the wrong side of the table when I, when I attend the meetings. Um, about five or six years ago, back in Australia, I uh, picked up the, the book uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, which really sort of ignited my, uh, my flair for wanting to break out of the uh, – 
the old rat race and then try and um, use the uh, acquisition of, pro- of real estate to to help me aid to get into my financial, reaching my financial freedom. Um, about three years ago, I moved to the US uh, where I continued to, you know, network with uh, different uh, real estate individuals in the, in the industry and I purchased my first real estate uh, property within six months of uh, moving to the United States, which was a small duplex in upstate New York and Syracuse. Uh, the idea was to go in and, and uh, fix, uh, buy a cheap house and, and uh, do it up and improve the property management and then uh, look to uh, use the cash flow to then uh, buy other uh, small cash flowing properties and I now have three. So it's been very, very successful. Uh, I've had seen some very good returns um, and then so I'm now wanting to move on with my career and get involved in larger uh, real estate Apartment communities, as you mentioned, uh, my my uh, company RSM Property Group was started about six months ago, uh, and it was it's to use the same type of um, real estate strategies. That is to identify properties with poor management, um, and look to go in and ma- uh, add some value, uh, and essentially increase the overall revenue of the property um, whilst using investor money um, to help with the down payment uh, and all investors. Uh, who are involved in the deal get a, a lovely preferred return every uh, annually and uh, equity share of the property. So you're basically taking the same model that you've applied successfully with your p- personal portfo- portfolio and you're scaling it up to multifamily, right? That's correct. Yeah, I've uh, seen the value of how how successful I've been with my small portfolio uh, and just really it's the economy of scale. Wanting to apply it on uh, over a larger, uh, you know, instead of three units, applying it over a hundred units, uh, and I can I can see the the value in that. Um, and so uh, a, a good buddy of mine is doing the same stuff in, in Canada, uh, and I met yourself uh, about six or seven months ago, and you know, it really got me inspired to do it uh, myself. And so here I am today, uh, actively. You know, with my with my new company and trying to uh, get some few deals off the ground myself. So it's really rare to have a structural engineer on the show. In, in fact, I have not had a structural engineer on this show. So obviously, I have to ask some specific questions about that just to get your insight from a real estate investment standpoint. Because you're on both sides of the fence. You are a real estate investor, and then also you've got a full time job as a real estate professional being a structural engineer. So you mentioned you consult on the design side with commercial real estate. What are some interesting things that we should know about that aspect of the business? Um, the, the, the biggest thing I think that uh, when you start breaking into the stuff where you're involving a structural engineer on a, cons- on a consultant side, you're really either one, doing it for um, because you're improving the property so much that you need a structural engineer or you need drawings or uh, city approval, uh, or two, you're doing new construction. Um, the biggest thing with new construction is obviously the time that it takes to get uh, the approvals by the city. Uh, I know yourself, Joe, that you have a, a, a deal in, in Kentucky that's taking a little bit longer than, than what you would like to. And and that side of the, and knowing that side of the fence, and understanding the ins and outs of that, um, from dealing with contractors to dealing with the local state um, uh, government officials to get the approval is very key. Uh, and I think uh, having very good um, networking skills in the city itself, you know, that, whether it be that in New York or LA or Kentucky, 
really sort of painting a picture of what you wanted to do with a project um, helps in the long run. Uh, and that's sort of, and I can help you with that in terms of uh, making the approvals uh, a lot quicker. Um, and, and then dealing with the sort of day to day management on site, getting the contractors to actually do the work. Uh, and you know, essentially getting uh, keeping the job on on task and and on time and on budget. So, based on your experience as both a real estate investor, a structural engineer, and then also obviously add in your evolution of focus for value add multifamily acquisitions, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? The best ever real estate advice ever was probably from my father. Uh, he is also a small-time investor back in Australia, and he, he told me when I was very young, a fool and their money are easily parted, which sort of uh, alludes to the fact of don't be a fool when it comes to investing. If you want to invest and you want to create a financial freedom, understand the numbers, understand the risks involved, educate yourself, um, increase your financial IQ. I'm a huge proponent of, of going to educating yourself, picking up books, picking up real estate, um, listening to podcasts, you know, doing doing everything you can to understand the industry better because investing in yourself will uh, ultimately be able to help you invest in, and make the right decisions in your investing career. Podcasts, books, consultants, there are a lot of ways to get information. And I would say that how the world we live in right now, we're not lacking for access to information. It's really lack of uh, insightful stuff that is directly applicable, uh, which is one of the reasons why I formatted this show the way I do, just to get straight to the good stuff. Um, yep. So what is the best way that you found to filter out the noise and get to the most actionable insights whenever you're coming across all these different resources? Good, good question. Um, I think like anyone, everyone will start out sort of – there's a lot of shiny objects in real estate. There's a lot of things you can focus on. I think the best thing is to do is to – like everyone will, will start with, uh, with, with reading every single book they pick up. And it's not, and it's within everyone's individual uh, ability to sort of narrow down what they want to learn about. Once you've narrowed that down, you then sort of start seeking out different professionals. Uh, I seeked out yourself, uh, and then I really quite enjoy your podcasts and listening to other professionals talk about the different uh, advice or strategies, or um, you know, that they bring to the table. Uh, and that is what I, I find is most helpful. Uh, listening to podcasts these days, it's it's great to have it on in the background whilst you're doing, you know, whatever it might be. I might be at work, sitting at my desk, have it in in, the, in my ear, in my uh, left ear while I continue to do other work, and just have it on repeat, and really sort of uh, pull the knowledge from other people um, to help uh, myself and sort of get, guiding me in the right direction and where I want to go. Yeah, and I, I like I love that approach of starting out broad. Whenever you're, you know, just learning about a subject, because sure. you know, I, I get asked frequently, "How do I get started in real estate?" And I say the same thing that you say. It's like you you read a lot and you immerse yourself with the information, and then you determine what aspect of real estate you you enjoy most um, exactly. and why. Because quite frankly, you can make you can be a millionaire by investing in any type of real estate uh, there because somebody has become a millionaire and in investing in uh, 
know, storage units, multifamily, mm-hmm. warehouses, land flipping, like all sorts of stuff. Um, right. So it's really a matter of, you know, learning what, learning all aspects um, from a cursory level and yep. then drilling deep on the stuff that you're interested in. And then, you know, having help along the way to make that happen, to shorten the learning curve and, and uh, you know, reach the goals faster than you would if you were on your own. I, I think, yeah, I, I completely agree with you, Joe. And, and another thing, once you do find that sort of uh, that little shiny real estate object that you want to focus on is surround yourself with the people who are doing well at it. You know, uh, I'm a big proponent of, of if, you, if you're surrounding yourself with successful people, you're going to become successful yourself and, and you'll learn from the habits of those around you. And it's just, it's, it's very simple uh, stuff, but it's not until you put it in practice that you actually see it, uh, the fruits of your labor. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good, good stuff. Yep. And I mentioned this quote on a previous podcast. It might've been, I don't remember which one it was, um, but it's the Tony Robbins quote where he says, we're the product of the expectations of our peer group. And right. I, I just love that. All right, Reed, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Perfect. Let's do it. A quick word from our best ever sponsor. Best ever listeners, if you want to grow your business, you need an audio product. Contact 24sound at 24sound.com for a free consultation. And remember, you'll get 20% off your first product just by mentioning best ever. Best ever book you've read? Uh, I think I alluded to that before. That was uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Best ever listeners, I know you like audio, so you can go to freebesteverbook.com and get a free audio version of a book like that. Best ever personal growth experience and what you've learned from it. Uh, I think my best ever personal growth experience was uh, doing my first deal. Uh, I, As we alluded to before, I probably spent uh, the good first 18 months in my real estate career learning a lot. Uh, but it, and it got to the point where I was very itchy to get my feet wet in a deal, and it wasn't until I got my first deal done or was involved in my first deal that I really understood the, the nuances of of owning properties, of of getting contractors, of you know dealing with property managers and the ins and outs, getting good tenants. That really helped me, you know, put uh, paint a better picture of how I'm going to you know proceed down the, this uh, path that I'm trying to achieve of uh, of, of my real estate investing career. Uh, and so I think getting my first deal done was was the uh, the biggest, the best sort of uh, personal growth experience. You mentioned contractors, management, uh, finding quality tenants. What's one specific thing in one of those categories or another one that you learned through the experience? Uh, I think a very having a very good property manager. Uh, as I'm an out of state investor, it's key to having a very good property manager because and if you don't um, you know think you don't know what's going on in your property uh, you know so having a good uh, property manager who's also very good at communication uh, some people aren't that great at communication just in general uh, I'm a very good communicator and I like to be kept up to date um, regardless of what my property is doing it might just be a once a month sort of email or something but it's, it's having that property manager on board who, who gets it who understands that I'm an investor and I need uh, you know, I need good tenants. So yeah. Best ever success habit you practice? Uh, I'm a huge goal setter. I, um, you know, I think setting goals uh, is is very important. Uh, and I'm a huge proponent of setting smaller goals as well, you know, something that you can achieve within a week or, or a couple of days. Because the more goals that you achieve, whether it be on a small scale or a large scale, it, 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 it uh, inevitably leads to achieving your overall goal of 
becoming a full-time investor or becoming uh, a successful structural engineer, whatever that might be. And it's those those mini steps that you need to take in setting those small goals that will help you uh, get to where you want to go. What's a goal right now you're going to achieve? My goal right now is to raise uh, approximately half a million dollars for investors and I'm trying to do that through and the small goals that I'm trying to do that through is to start a meetup group in downtown LA, uh, which will then uh, increase the exposure of my company, uh, which will then inevitably increase the uh, people asking about what I do and how how do they get involved and then that will help me reach my goal of achieving the half a million dollars that I want to do uh, in my next deal. And I love that approach of starting a meetup group. And I imagine the meetup groups can be focused around topics that are of interest to, to the investors um, and not focused on your company. Uh, and it's going to add a lot of value just to, just to real estate professionals in that area. I imagine that's the approach, but uh, let me know if that's not correct. No, you're correct, Joe. I'm trying to provide a, a platform where um, professionals can come and network. Um, I've got to the point where it's it's all well and good to continue learning about it, but when you're serious about raising money and 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 getting your getting yourself in front of the public, I think it's uh, having that uh, sort of a, a relaxed networking environment where professionals can come and talk and get deals done is uh, very important as well because I feel like there's not a lot there's a lot of education out there, but not necessarily a lot of networking events purely focused on on getting deals done and, and raising capital. And that's, that's really where I'm coming from, a point of view of having that platform um, to provide the local LA market with. Uh, so, yeah. I, I love that approach. And that, that's with anybody in any aspect of real estate investing and quite frankly, business. If you want to reach uh, higher goals, then get in front of more people and add more value to more people. I'm actually interviewing the author of a amazing an amazing book the go giver mm-hmm. uh and i'm sure a lot of you know, you best ever listeners have heard of it and read i'm i'm sure you you might have heard of it as well uh where you know it just talks about the five different laws of you know, just adding value for others first and then um you know the law of reciprocity ultimately gets you pays you back uh tenfold right. And right. I'm really excited to interview Bob, um, the author, the co-author of that. And, um, you know, he wholeheartedly believes in that philosophy and you're, you're living and breathing it. So definitely a lesson for all best ever listeners as well. Right. Best ever deal you've done. Uh, it's probably my second deal that I have done in Syracuse. Uh, I, I refer to it as the, the ATM because it, uh, it has, it's a duplex uh, and they have, I've got some fantastic tenants in there. They're, they're refugee tenants. Um, and they, uh, it was, it was through my property manager. He understood the sort of differences that I needed. I needed a, a sort of a, a paying on time tenant, nothing, but nothing that required a lot of day to day management. And that particular property has been performing very well for me over the last year. So I'm very happy with that one. You call it the ATM? Yeah. The oh, ATM. my goodness. <laughs> I want every one of my properties to be nicknamed that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's only on a small scale, but it's sort of if you have maybe ten or fifteen of those properties, you can uh, reach the goal of uh, quitting your day job, right? So. Absolutely, love love that nickname, and that's something Tony Robbins would definitely uh, definitely do as well. Where he you know he talks about how you should name your goals and different projects that you do something that's inspiring. And something that just gets you really excited and in some right. cases is even sexy. Um, <laughs> and, and when you do that, you, you know, there's just an emotional shift 
in your physiology uh, yep. whenever you listen to yourself talk about that stuff um, because it just it just connects to different emotions. Best ever quote. Uh, speaking of Tony Robbins, I love his quote. Oh, he, his his success quote, and that is uh, success is measured by uh, doing what you want when you want and with whom you want uh, as much as you want. I think that is a fantastic quote uh, of what success is. So it's not necessarily financial. It's uh, just sort of having the freedom to do whatever you want, uh, you know, any time of the day or, or, or whatever. That's interesting. I, I, I like the quote. I didn't know that was a Tony quote. I, I've been to Dave Lindahl's um, seminars a couple times and he always says that. And I never knew that was actually originating from Tony. Pretty cool. All right, Reed, what's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate? Biggest mistake uh, goes back to, I think, when you asked me the, uh, the, the personal growth question. Um, but the biggest mistake was rushing to get in my first deal uh, a tenant in the property with not doing a proper background. Now, it's a little bit uh, – and that, that goes back to having good management um, because we, you know, it was putting, I was putting pressure on the management company to get someone in there. We, we ended up getting someone in there, but it, it turned out to be not a very ideal situation. And I won't go into too much detail, but it's sort of the, the, the son of the, the tenant that happened to be involved in a, in a gang. And there was a whole bunch of issues with the street and the police. I was, I got a phone call from the police. Uh, but anyway, we, we sort of got them out quick, smart, uh, and got someone in who was a little bit more responsible. And I think it just goes back to that point of if you're an out-of-state investor, having that really good property manager is is vital to your business and to your t- and, and to your team, and making sure that you're you're keeping uh, a property in the in the black, as they say. Your first property had the police calling you about the tenant that was filled. Yes, that's correct. Wow, was, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't necessarily the tenant's fault. It was the son of the tenant. So yeah. it's hard to do a background check on the son, but it's, uh, you know, you still have to be, uh, do your due diligence uh, on everyone, you know. So, yeah. I, um, my first tenant had to be evicted right out of the gate, like three months into it. And yep. Same learning that you have uh, yep. with the property management because ultimately it was the lack of quality screening mm-hmm. and I ended up firing that property management company that, by the way, I found through Google. Never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> find your property management company through Google. Find your property management company through a real estate agent because he or she has vested interest in seeing you succeed so that you buy more property from right. them. And then, uh, or the other way is find your property management company through a referral uh, from yep. someone you know. And um, after, you know, right out of the gate, I like fell flat on my face with <laughs> that property. And I was like, oh my gosh, house number one. And and I wasn't considering it house number one. I was considering it my only house, <laughs> um, no tenant, and I'm having to pay the mortgage. And now it hasn't been vacant for more than like, 15, 20 days, and I've owned it since 2009. Yeah, that's exactly right. I had the same problem straight out of the gate, and you're sort of thinking, you, you know, always uh, double double thinking what you've done um, to make sure that you, you know, have, have I made the right decision? Have I gone in too quickly? Yada, yada, yada. And, and going back to making the referral, my property managers are based off a referral. So I know we've got a very good property manager who's just maybe uh, uh, the checks and balances, uh, you know, in the beginning. So, yeah. What's the best ever place to reach you, Reed? Best ever place to reach me is uh, via my website, and that is uh, rsnpropertygroup.com. 
and you can find a link there to uh, you know to contact me and via email. And I'm always very responsive and always very happy to answer any any questions people might have or investors might have about about my business or just getting started in general. And what about that meetup group in LA? How do people get involved with that for all the LA all our LA friends? Uh, meetup, go to meetup.com and it is called LA Real Estate and Cash Flowing Club. Uh, our first meetup will be in January 2015. So uh, search for us on meetup.com and also the Facebook group is up there as well by the same name, LA Real Estate and CashflowingClub.com. Does it cost anything to go? Nope, not 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 no not not initially. We're just gonna get uh, people out uh, and get amongst uh, you know at a, at a bar somewhere and and just sort of network and try to um, use each other's abilities and skills to uh, further our careers. It's sort of as I said, as you alluded to the more people you expose yourself to uh, in the industry, the the more success you're gonna have. And best ever listeners, you can go to besteversurvey.com and uh, by filling out the survey. You will enter to win Brandon Turner's ebook called Investing in Real Estate with No and Low Money Down. So go to besteversurvey.com and I will look at everybody who um, who fills out that survey between now and the end of December and I'll do a drawing and give away at least seven uh, ebooks to winners. And by the way, for the last drawing that we did with Judy Robinette's book, How to Be a Power Connector, uh, I gave away an ebook to every person who actually entered. So you, you might just get one even if you do it and you don't win the drawing. Okay, sounds good. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com, where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe. 